With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There it is. Meow. Cats in prams. We're here at the Caravan and Camping Super Show at Rosehill Gardens. Uh, mate, it's fantastic here. People are starting to, uh, starting to come in. It's always really good vibe, good atmosphere, some brilliant caravans. But it's time for Webster. Never thought forever was the best I could do. We've got a Central Coast Mariners fan. How you going, mate? Well, you going good? What do you got your eye on? I'm talking about the caravans. <laughs> <laughs> Webby, there's yes. been a lot going on in the world of Jack White. There is. So there could be a deal done today. There could be a deal done today. Um, uh, Souths aren't as confident as others are about him possibly doing a four-year deal worth $3.4 million, maybe just even a little bit less than that. Mm. But it seems like Jack Whiten is pretty close to walking out on the Canberra Raiders. He's got a player option for next year. They've offered him 4.4 over four years. The fact that he would possibly entertain a deal at South Sydney for a million less mm. says a lot to me. It says a lot. Not mm. so much about, about um, what it means for Canberra or any you know any drama with um, with Canberra or Ricky Stewart. It just suggests to me that he. Is ready for a change, and he's very close to Latrell, mm, very yes. close to Cody. And after watching South Sydney last night and thinking of how Jack uh, White fits into that team, oh my God. <laughs> well, the thing about next it is, year that's pretty pretty uh, intimidating. He hasn't come out and said it, but people have come out on his behalf, if you if you will, mm. and said, you know, one of the things Jack's after, he he wants to win a premiership. I mean, who doesn't? But if he doesn't, like if he leaves his hometown club in the Raiders. And he goes, say, to the Dolphins, or respect to the Dolphins. Like they, in my opinion, they're not going to win a comp for the next couple of years. Then that sort of undermines that argument. You would think if the motive is to win a competition, then there's no doubt that he ends up in signs with South Sydney. Yeah. I, th- I know the, the, the Dolphins were reluctant to go to four years, and that was the big trump that the Canberra had because they'd offer him a four-year deal, I don't think they were overly keen to, to go any further because of his age, no, not because of his ability, but mm. to, to offer four years. But I think they were prepared to do that to, to retain him. But if South have come up with a, a, a deal of, the similar, of similar terms, even if it is significantly less. Mm. Yeah, uh, South, the South types I spoke to this morning weren't, weren't, didn't feel like it was over the line yet, but they were confident. Yeah. So it should be an interesting day. It's just uh, because... When he came out and he said, I really want to win a premiership in regards to he's deciding to not play Origin anymore, it really did open up the door of, okay, we've got a clear insight into this bloke's mind. It's not just about money, which made me really concerned for the Raiders. Whereas initially, I thought it was just, look, this is negotiation. It's getting a bit more cash out of the Raiders. And then when you look at, okay, across the board of, of clubs that can win a comp in the next couple of years, there's really only... So, unfortunately, and no disrespect, but Raiders need to recruit 
one or two players to be a premiership threat, in my opinion. Yep. You've got the Eels, but I don't think the Eels A would have the cap space even close to, to be able to fit him in. And then you've got the Rabbitohs, who were in a grand final two years ago and were you know one pass away from doing it, plus his relationship. It all kind of makes sense. And I, I, I don't mind the length of the deal because I know he's a bit older, but just you just move him further into the middle and you yeah. just go, mate, give that's, him 20 minutes of your best. Yeah, and that's, that, that's the one thing about South. I, I look at Jack, and I think Jack's at the point of his career where I would be moving into the middle. I'd seem like how I... People said to me, where do you think he would fit? I, I looked at the Sharks and I said, well, the Sharks... You know, possibility to play through the middle at the Sharks. You've got Nico there, but him operating as a six or a lightweight, thir- fast-moving 13, which is all the rage at the moment. Uh, but at South Sydney, at the moment, um, he'll play... If it was he arrives there, he, probably first and foremost, he's looking at being a, a centre. Um, and you, Well, because you move Tass to, to wing, yeah. because they've got Tane Milne and Thompson, Thompson that have been rotating. So it's not like they've got locked position. Tash has been yeah. really good. You put White in the yeah. centres... And then as, as time goes on, what, you, what do you do? You're rotating with Cam Murray because Cam Murray has a mountain of work every week. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you've got more longevity era Cam Murray, plus he's at the back end of his career, so you just get into the tough stuff. Can you imagine, can you imagine that combination with White and Latrell oh my God. and Cody? Oh, man. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. Like it's almost, it puts him in premiership favouritism, really. My, yeah. my concern is what it means for Canberra. I was about to say to you, okay, so Canberra, one, one positive for Canberra is they've got a hell of a lot of money to spend. But you go, okay, who's their player? Who's off? Yeah. There's not many, half, not many halves that are off at the moment. No. Unfortunately, Papali'i, who is the main guy, is getting on in age and he's passing the mantle to Tarpanev. But, you know, when you look in their outside backs, they're quite young. Croker in his last or so year. And, and so you go, okay, well, what's the pulling power? How do I get a premiership winning half or fullback? Even Savage, he's early in his career at fullback. Mm. They don't have a nine sorted. They keep swapping between stuff. Like, there's so many questions at the Raiders at the moment. Great forward pack, some good young outside backs, but they're just a, a tier away from mm. competing for a premiership. Yep. Then you lose Jackie Whiten, and all of a sudden you go, I don't even think they've got an origin player outside of maybe Papali'i. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very tough. Um, what do you think? The, the favourites are South Sydney. Do you yeah. do you think your gut feel deal will get done today? Oh look, I wasn't. I've I've had the feeling a few days ago that he was going to stay at Canberra. I think yeah. Canberra were pretty confident too because it seemed like their main their main um, their main uh, worry was was the Dolphins, but yeah. but they weren't prepared to go to four, as I said. So, yeah. but but it just seems as you were saying. Beak. It just seems likely that it just seems to fit perfectly for him to go to South. Now, on a different note, uh, our man Gus, he's putting a few noses out of joint in club oh, beasting land. Eddie, so <laughs> he's got a few uh, few people offside. So there, a report uh, was raised by the Herald at the start of this week by my colleague Michael Chamis. I said, mate, that's uh, it's like walking on fire <laughs> barefoot to to, uh, to suggest that Gus might be getting uh, clubs offside by talking about various issues but when he talked about um, the hip drop on uh, oh, what's his name? Preston. Jake, yeah, Jacob Preston the other day, that really got up their noses. There's been I think it's been noticeable that Gus has been very, very vocal about a whole range of issues in the NRL at the moment and I reckon a big part of that is that he's pretty angry with head office over not getting salary cap relief for Josh Jackson. Josh, 
Josh Jackson. Jacko. Yeah, yeah. Jacko. Yeah. He's, he's, on, yeah. He, yeah. he's on the he's on the cap for two hundred, even though he retired last year. That's the rule that they have, where it's you know to stop people from back ending contracts and letting letting uh, players go into retirement early. Um, it's got to go on your cap to some point. But Gus wants uh, salary cap relief for that, and the NRL have rejected it many many times. And I think it's pretty obvious by the way that Gus is being taking the NRL to task with a big bat and hitting them over <laughs> yes. the head repeatedly. Yeah. Um, like De Niro in Untouchables. That's exactly <laughs> what it's like. I don't know. Do you, do you think, is there, a, I know everyone's got a conflict of interest in this game. Does he, does I, he overstep the line, do you think? Possibly, but would I do it if I was in Gus's position? I've got that voice. Yes, I would. You know what I mean? Like you use any advantage you got. And at the end of the day, if... If you're employed by a media agency, I mean, it, it doesn't suit a lot of clubs, but Gus is in a position he can do it. And, I mean, would other clubs do it? I would dare say they would. Yeah. They probably just don't. It, it happens all across the game. No one just has the, was, yeah. Yeah, the voice say, and gravitas. That yeah. When I first came into does. To footy, I was a bit surprised at the fact that there were people that worked in high positions, in key positions at clubs, all across the board doing media work. Yeah, and so coming in was a bit new to me, but the standard has been set. So I guess you can't single out Gus and go, yeah. "Well, hang on a sec." Yes, you're the only. No, it's like, hang on a sec. There's ten people that work yeah. at clubs. Well, that's talk. right. You got, you know, I mean, look, Brandy's at the the yeah. Panthers. You have got people who are. You got Cooper who does coaching yeah. at. You know, you've got Mick who's involved with the show. Billy's the Queensland coach. I like, mean, really all got, across the board. Yeah, yeah, well, the big, yeah. big one at the moment is Bryce. Well, that's right. But yes. see, I don't. I've got no issue with Braith being in that role. The standard's no. been set. It's the, like, but you yeah. know, last year when he was talking about Cameron Munster, he was going, "Oh, that's a conflict of interest. He's trying to yeah. inflate his yeah. his client's price." And it's like, well, he um, did. It's yeah. like, it's it's Cameron Munster. You he, don't have to inflate his price. He's the Australian yeah. five eight. And he doesn't hide. He doesn't hide the fact either. Yeah, that's the no, thing about it. It's not as he's doing. Yeah, Braith is just very honest. Also, like you don't think Braith could reach out to certain people if he really wanted to inflate Munster's price? He could yeah. get, or give someone to. Yeah. Oh, could you just talk about Munster? Yeah. It, as I said, there's so many people in the game that have jobs in clubs. To single out yeah. Gus, it's kind of like, well, yeah. hang on a sec. Then you've got to speak right. about 20 different blokes. We'll take a break. After the break, we're going to talk about state of origin.